Welcome to Colonial Church's Deep Dive series. These sessions are meant to act as a companion to our messages, where we speak to our pastors about what went into the creation of the messages, flesh out some of the larger points, and get insight into what they hope some of the takeaways are, while also getting a preview of what's to come. If you haven't already listened to the companion message, we highly recommend doing so beforehand. Otherwise, we hope you enjoy these and grow in them. Well, hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Deep Dive. Chris here. With me as always is Tommy. Hey, what's going on? And today we have Pastor Matt with us. What's up, everyone? We are actually talking this week about the final. We thought it was the final when Biju was here. <laughs> Fake out. We faked you out. <laughs> but the final message in the Proximity series, this one is titled, We're in this together. What do you mean we're in this together? Well, um, really, I wanted to end the series with a um, sort of a focus on people, you know, and loving people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I just thought it was a good way to end the series. I felt like it was definitely what God was sort of speaking to me about through the series is like proximity to Him, His presence, being in His presence, being close to Him. What all that does is amazing. But we can't end it there because, um, because so much of what happens, you know, in this walk with God is it turns us into people that just like have a heart and a love for lost people coming mm -hmm. home and mm -hmm. people that you know don't know the Lord and haven't experienced grace the way we have. So, so yeah, that's the reason for the titles. We're in this together. Love God, love people. You know, it's it's inherent in the in the, in the great commandment, the new commandment that Jesus gave us. That's awesome. I liked it when you were talking, um, one of your early points in the message was proximity to God leads to proximity to people, like you just said. And you said that, you said three things that I thought were really cool. And when I stopped to think about them, I was like, oh, this makes perfect sense. But you said, Jesus displayed it, the early church modeled it, and now we are called to live it. Hmm. And that to me was like, oh, kind of a gut punch, the whole <laughs> we're called to live it because... Lord knows we fall short. So maybe you want to talk about that calling on us for a little bit? Yeah. Um, well, it, it's it's cool. Like, we, we now have church history. Yeah. And that's, mm, yeah. that's amazing. Mm -hmm. And um, it's cool just to, to sort of look. Um, I guess our anchor text for this message was John 13, mm -hmm. um, which is where Jesus, after washing the disciples, talks to them and says, Hey, um, I'm going, but a little while... Um, you know, I'm basically not going to be here anymore. Um, but I've got I've got a new kind of thing for you to do, and this this new thing you know I have for you to do, um, is basically just to love each other, and so mm. it's just a huge thing. And but he doesn't just say just love each other; he says love each other just as I have loved you, and it's just massive. Like ma that's a massive uh, challenge. Yeah, for everyone. So that that's cool to start there, but then I said, you know, so Jesus Jesus um, modeled it, and the early church lived it out. And I read from Acts chapter two, in verse forty two, it talks about the fellowship of believers and and what, and, the, and basically what they did, um, which is really cool. It says that they devoted themselves to teaching, um, and the breaking of bread and the prayers, um, and then it says that that all came upon every single soul. So, you know. The teaching of God, the revelation of Jesus, um, the breaking of bread and the prayer, so the proximity together, 
and the revelation that God gave them caused um, awe to be on every single soul. And whenever you see something like awe in the in the Bible, it's talking about like this sort of um, overcoming. Like I've been completely overcome by hmm. how amazing this is. Mm-hmm. And it says many signs and wonders were being done through the apostles, and all who believed were together had things in common. Goes on, it says they were selling their possessions and belongings, distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all people. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. And I think it is no mistake um, that there is an order to all that. Mm-hmm. So God does all of that stuff and they're all together and they're all living life together. Mm-hmm. And it says... After all of it, they had favor with people and God kept sending more people to be with them, yeah. <laughs> which yeah. is pretty amazing. <laughs> You've so. done these things right, so we're going to send some more people your mm-hmm. way. That's awesome. Um, I like where you talked in, in the message about, you touched on a couple of points. Love is God's idea. Love is our calling. Mm-hmm. Love never quits. Um, but in a couple of those, you talked about kind of like the vocabulary and the language of love and how that's modeled in the scripture. Um, and I think you may have, you went back to John, and you also talked about it in Romans too. Um, but what did, we've been talking a lot about language and culture here at Colonial. So what did you mean by like love has a vocabulary? Um, so with that, I I, I kind of wanted to, to kind of get as, as much as I could granular with what I was saying. Hmm. So... I think it'd be easy to sit in church and hear a message about love and just be like, cool, generic, got it. Like God's... Love people, yeah. Love Mm -hmm. people, you know, I get it. Like like John talks about love. It's great. But then like, (laughs) how do I... It's great. How do I live that out? You know, how do I, 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 you know, functionally do something with that? Yeah. And so that's why in our church, we do everything we can to preach messages that are practical and inspiring. So practical, you know, Mm -hmm. and... um. By the way, it seems like the feedback from a lot of our church when it comes to practical stuff is really great. So I just wanted to kind of go there and just be like, so, you know, and I just, God sort of gave me this picture. is like love has a vocabulary and um, has, a, has, a, has a way of speaking, has sort of like a suite of words, you know, or mm-hmm. sayings or, and, and obviously they're, they're biblical. Um, so that was cool. And I talked about how like, you know, love has a sound to it, it has like a wording, has language, um, love like God's love just has a way of always speaking to the very best of people's potential mm. and their purpose and their and their opportunity and mm-hmm. um, so love just has a way of speaking and that's like a vocabulary and then I feel like the Holy Spirit really challenged me even to take that further and say it's not um, it's not about using my vocabulary it's using you know God's vocabulary it's mm-hmm. not like what vocabulary you're using, it's yeah. whose vocabulary mm-hmm. you're using. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's what we need to remember is like, you know, the words we speak have such power. Um, yeah. And there's a way for that love, that real godly love to permeate through us. But kind of the, the ending point of that comes out of our mouths into our words. And obviously our actions too is huge, but, but our words just have such power. Bible says that and so yeah so 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 what's just tapping into the vocabulary of our lives what are we choosing to use 
Um, I think I said something about negativity as well that I yeah. saw a couple of people quote um, on you know on social media, and and that was actually not in my notes, but that was I felt that was a real Holy Spirit moment. Mm. But it was kind of like, hey, negativity doesn't really mesh well with the gospel. Yeah, yeah. Um, they just don't go Mm-mm. well together. Yeah, because the gospel is always proclaiming goodness and mm-hmm. and proclaiming you know the 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 grace of God in our lives, and always pushes us higher. Negativity just has a way of like just bringing you down yeah you know? and that's <laughs> that's that's, that's <laughs> kind of inherent in what it is yeah. so so yeah that's where i was going with the vocabulary i think love as a, as a, has a certain way of speaking yeah. and always leading you towards your you know your god-given destiny especially if it's god's love that's awesome mm-hmm. i was gonna say like talking about all that uh talk, like you mentioned like the practical sides of the series and stuff like that and the whole proximity proximity series was phenomenal in its own way of being like a personal like how do I get closer to God how do I like change this aspect of my life and then this last one was very much like summed up the whole series and then made it a very cultural to colonial type of thing in a different way so the first like four parts really felt like what can I do um, you know why is it important for me to be close to God why is it important for me to have that proximity and then the last one like even tied in our vision statement which kind of just came out of not came out of nowhere like that's part of who we are but it's one of those things where it's like I thought this whole series was all about like me getting close to God and then yeah. it turns into oh this is how I take that stuff and actually start bringing welcoming people home like yeah, into yeah. this church yeah and so the the um yeah, it's just really cool where God took this at the end because it, it absolutely was mm-hmm. in the beginning that. Yeah. But the, the closer I got towards the end of the series, the more I felt like God reminding me that you can't come close to me, you can't love me more without then turning and loving people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's just, it just can't happen. It's kind of like the whole not to interrupt you, but the whole culmination of this series is the great commandment. Like mm. you just, and that like, I having spoke to you early on, like we said, this wasn't where we were going, but then it just fell into place so mm. well. And I was yeah. like, man, okay, God, you, you got yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. And then the mission statement of our church, you know, just sort of, because it is really, uh, you know, that was under point two, which is love is our calling. Mm-hmm. And I tied calling to mission. And um, and then the vision statement of our church, which is to 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 welcome essentially to, our mission is to love love Jesus, keep him our focus, and then welcome uh, people home. And I just said, you know, it's kind of a cool way to put it, but like love people home. Yeah, yeah, that's like, good. Let's love people home. Mm-hmm. Um, so our mission is to love people home. Into I, I wrote down God centered proximity, um, and uh, and 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 that, and I believe that's that's where the church comes in. Because mm-hmm. the church is supposed to be the catch for people, it's supposed yeah. to be like the big baseball mitt of society <laughs> when it comes sure. to 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 people coming into relationship with God. Yeah, you can get you can get saved in a cafe over a table. That's great, mm-hmm. but you've got to be in community. And so, invite to church, loving people home, loving people into the house, um, and seeing people sort of one into a relationship with Jesus is is our calling. And mm-hmm. so that's why it was cool to kind of you know dust off the, the the vision statement for a minute and talk about that yeah that's yeah. good just felt real dna mm. yeah tied in so well i also liked when you talked about how in english it's really easy just to mistake love as like a singular word and there's no like variance you're like it's just love 
but you talked about how the Greek language had different types of love and how agape was used to describe God's love. And it's like this kind of unimaginable like word. Like we don't, I don't, I can't think of anything like that mimics it and uh, in, in English off the top of my head. So yeah. maybe talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So, um, uh, you know, I've, I've heard, I've heard pastors do messages like this and, and, and draw on this sort of uh, Greek language. Um, but yeah, the English word doesn't sort of seem to do justice to that word love that, that John uses hmm. and Paul uses. Um, but really like in the Greek language, it's kind of like um, greater levels of understanding when you read it, it's kind of cool, but it talks about phileo, eros and storge. And those three words sort of describe um, different types of love. So um, uh, eros is obviously the passionate um, passionate love we feel like an appreciation of beauty a romantic love which is where we you know eros is where we get our, our english word erotic and um and then there's phileo which is is more of a um you know a a bond a loyalty a friendship a, a strong bond between say two peers or brothers or friends um and and you know we feel I feel like in relationships we feel that love with people you know like yeah. I, I definitely do I have I have friends that and and I would call them like brothers you know like that there's a love there so that's phileo and then storge is more of a you know that sort of um, I called it like an overseeing type of love where you you sort of really see over someone and say you know I, I cover them I love them mm-hmm. like kind of like a father and a son or a parent and a child and so that's storge but but agape is is just much greater it's like it's like um covenant love it's it's mm-hmm. like it's solid um kind of ridiculous if you if you really study it. it's just like it, it's irrational it doesn't make sense it's kind of like i said things in the message like it's love when you when there is no love coming back yeah mm-hmm. it's um it's going to love someone knowing full well it's not going to be reciprocated which mm-hmm. is what jesus did for us uh and i use romans chapter five um to to sort of complement that and and it's so amazing but like the love that god has for us again that's his idea of love not our idea of love is so outrageous that it's just it's agape it's it's mm-hmm. it's it's all-encompassing flooding your life and when we think about grace, that's exactly what grace is. Yeah. It's yeah. just this ridiculous, scandalous love that, that paid a price we could never pay. So, yeah, I think that's what you said. You said radical, unconditional love that paid a price we couldn't pay. That's like, yeah. that's a that's a hit right there, man. That's really good. So, One of your final points on this message was uh, love never quits or love never ends. Where Where did that come from and what were you getting at with that? So, yeah, so I sort of started off by sort of defining, reminding everyone that, that love actually, that the true love is God's creation, his idea. He came up with it. It's not our idea. Let's not confuse them. And then I went to kind of the, 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 the fact that love and loving people in proximity with God causes us to, to understand that love is our calling and our mission. Mm-hmm. And then I, I sort of said this is the final thing with, 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 with this message was that love never quits. And if you go back to the beginning of John 13, so before he, he issues the new commandment and right before he washes the disciples' feet, he says this, he says, uh, um, he says um, 
or it says about Jesus is now before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart out of this world to the father, having loved his own who were in the world, it says he loved them to the end. Hmm. And when I first read that, you know, I've read it plenty of times, but then when I was sort of like, I was doing, you know, sort of a deep study of John, I just saw that. I was like, wow, like that really stood out. Like God really illuminated those uh, five words, loved them to the end. And, and that was kind of where I think I, I think God wanted this to go was because what are we really doing when we love people is we're, we're saying we love you to the end. Yeah. And, um, and that's radical love. Like that's, that's radical, unconditional, ridiculous love because, because there are people who, who maybe come into church, come into, to, to a culture like ours and say, well, are you going to love me if I change? Mm. And, um, and I addressed that on Sunday. I said, you know, our job is not actually to, to do any changing. Our job is just to love. Yeah. And, and yeah, we can, we can pastor, we can shepherd, we can counsel, we can guide, but really our, our main job is just to be people who love people and, and, and trust in the fact that God knows what he's doing and, um, and he can take care of whatever people have going on because he's the one who redeems, he's the one who heals, he's the one who issues grace in the first place. And so I just really challenged our church. I was like, let's be people that, that approach loving people like it's like it's not based on whether or not you do what I want you to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's just love people. Hey, I'll love you till the end. Yeah. If you don't change, I'm still going to love you to the end. Mm-hmm. And, and I've said this to our staff before. I said with people who have like maybe lifestyle issues or stuff that they're kind of dealing with, going through, um, and there's like a real emphasis on, on will I change, won't I change? And, and, and I really want us as a church to take a posture and take a stance that says, hey, look, if you never change, if, if you really just mm-hmm. never change, I just want you to know I'm going to love you till the very end. Yeah, yeah. That's And that's a powerful mm-hmm. stance and that's a powerful place to do. So I think I think our job is just to love like there's no quitting because, you know, I, I sit here today and I'm just grateful that love never quit on me. Yeah, yeah. And um, here we are today. So, so yeah. Awesome. I think it was funny, like kind of ending this series in the book of John, which is often referred to as the love gospel which I think sometimes causes people to maybe like take it for granted. Oh yeah. It's just going to be just calling you to love people. That's all it talks about. Passover John. It's like, you can't really do that though. Like this is, there's some really, really powerful takeaways from this book, you know? And I feel like you kind of summed them up in this series really well. So that's pretty awesome. Um, so proximity is now, now we can say it's over. It's officially over. It's officially <laughs> over. It's officially Til over. Next week. Till next <laughs> Till the Holy Spirit moves and here we are. Um, but yeah, 2020 started with proximity. Word of the year. How do we feel about this series? I feel good about it. Um, I feel like it was, a, it was a great start to the year. I feel like God sort of kicked us off in a, in a major way. Um, yeah, from Psalm 73 which is powerful and just talks about being close to God and making it personal. So I'm excited about the way we started. I feel like um, I'm really hoping that pro- that that sort of theme and that word really does last the year and draws people closer. So that's kind of the goal with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I feel like it was an impactful series and I feel like it was a really great start for us as a church. And so we're moving on um, from here and um, to the next series and we've got some 
some I, I believe we've got s- s- the best series we've ever had coming this year I really do and so along with some amazing friends that are coming yeah. Yeah. coming our way too so not going to give anything away right now but um but yeah. i gotta say it's i'm, gonna I'm just yeah. I'm it's pumped. gonna be awesome yeah I'm i loved uh for those of you who maybe haven't listened to it, we had a guest on Sunday night, Pastor Josh Hersey from Church on the Rock. He was here, and his message is up online. It was really great. But I also love how he referenced our proximity series and like used it in the language of his message. And I, it's mm-hmm. to me like that was kind of a funny moment. But then it was also like, man, people are like this is impacting people. He was like, I'm using it. I'm stealing it from you. Yeah. It's like <laughs> I'm gonna do it. So it's it's been cool. Like just to see like everybody has come around. I know like in my connect group, we've been talking about it constantly. And that's not just because, you know, Oh, this is the study for the week. Like it's been something we've mm. wanted to discuss. And there's mm. been a few series we've had like that before, but this one has been just been really awesome. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah. It was also awesome to have pastor Bijou come in and do a guest spot on the yeah. proximity series. We talked to him about it last week. Um, and he was like, we basically asked him, like, have you ever done this before? Like, came in on someone's series, and he had never done it, but yeah. it felt so good and felt so right. How did you feel about that happening? I was I was blown away. I was honestly honored that he he wanted to. Because yeah. normally when you when you have a guest come in, it's sort of like whatever the, Lord, the Lord's put on your heart is, is, is kind of, you know, all you're looking for really with a guest is that. And... Um, as we were chatting and texting back and forth, he just said, "You know, I've been I've been listening to the Proximity series mm-hmm. and I love it. And I want, you know, it's been it's." He said, "I think the words he used were it's it's very close to my heart, yeah, um, right That's now awesome. as well." And I was like, "Wow!" So he he jumped in and, um, but yeah, it's it's been pretty cool. I think I think some of these series, I really feel like we're a church that that does series well from the perspective of like the lean in. Mm-hmm. So everyone just says, okay, cool, let's go where God wants us to go and really dive in. They're always based out of, out of Scripture. So um, just in recent memory, we've had some great series like Manager, Margin, Proximity. Planted and Flourishing. Planted and Flourishing, yeah. you know, and, and, and they're, they're, you know, they're intended not to just be something that we get a cool Instagram tile out of. Yeah. <laughs> they're intended to be something where midweek, you know, and this is my heart, you know, people pick up their Bible in their quiet time and or maybe they're riding in their car and, um, you know, it's just something about the message draws them a little closer or, or just takes them somewhere deeper with God where they just, you know, they really sort of lean into that moment and hopefully it's a word or something that kind of was said during the message or some part of the passage, you know, really affected them and it's just sort of, it, it builds it builds our lives, it builds our faith. And that's the whole point of preaching is it really mm-hmm. just builds our lives. It takes the Word of God applies it to our life and helps us develop, you know, mm-hmm. and grow. I'm so awesome. excited about the future. It's going to be really good. Yeah, it is. Yeah. We hope that you got something from that and it challenges you to grow. Please share it with someone who needs to hear it and reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you and your thoughts on the message and this session. Until next time, God bless. hope you enjoyed that deep dive just also wanted to invite you to subscribe to my brand new leadership podcast called leadership with matt mcclory super excited for you to subscribe to that and listen in as we always look for practical opportunities and instruction from god's word to grow our leadership in life so every different area and there's always opportunities and ways to grow so subscribe to that check it out matt mcclory leadership